So, I came earlier to talk about um, different things that was placed in my heart earlier. I had a few visions so I'll talk about probably, uh, maybe in the next episode. I don't know. But, um, as I was talking about it, I noticed there was a fire, you know, right across, you know, from my apartment. And, you know, I smelled something burning, but then I saw the smoke. And I was like, is that really smoke? Or is that how the, the sky is looking right now? Because I had, like, things in the window that's kind of, like, blocking it. Blocking the view fully. So, I found out it really was smoke. But it's okay. Like, I don't think anybody really got hurt. But, um. Anyway, so, what was placed on my heart earlier. And it's amazing. Out of all the different things that I had been reminded of. You know, last year and lately. Um. This is the one thing that was placed on my heart, you know, brought to my attention. And I just wonder why, why did I, you know, why did this get placed in my heart? Why is this brought to my attention all of a sudden? So I just start, you know, thinking about, you know, everything pertaining to it and everything surrounding it. I mean, simply, I think that it was brought to my heart as a reminder of my character, as a reminder of despite what everyone is saying, despite what it, what it looks like, despite whatever evidence they feel like they have against me, despite, you know, what position I'm placed in, like my heart shows, my heart, make, my heart shines through and my character shines through despite, you know, any, anything. So I guess that that was kind of like a confirmation from God in a way where like, I feel like, you know, the reason why I say in a way, because honestly, I feel like God is telling me, like, you don't need to worry about that. Like, if that's the case, you got you get so many reminders about that every day, all day, you know. But this one was just a little bit specific. And, like, I guess, like, I felt like it was a confirmation because I was just, like, lately I've just been, like, sh- not stressing myself, but kind of, like, a little, not even worried. Yeah, a little worried. A little worried you know with God like and talking to God and saying God you know I know with you it doesn't even matter it doesn't matter what anybody thinks about me it doesn't matter what anybody says about me it doesn't matter what I look like it doesn't matter what it looks like I did it doesn't matter what evidence they have against me I know who I am in you and that's all that matters so ultimately if everybody turn their back on me as long as I still have you I'm I'm good with that like I'm okay I don't Ultimately, like, it's, if everybody just leaves me alone right now, I'll be happy for the rest of my life as long as I can go to Jesus. And I just genuinely mean that. And so I don't, you know, I'm not saying that I need you to, you know, do this. I'm not saying that I will not need you to do this, but I'm not saying that I need this. But, you know, it's frustrating. It's so frustrating how my character is, you know twisted my words are twisted my actions are twisted my heart the things I want out of my heart is twisted like everything and then they claim to have evidence they're they're fabricating evidence against me they're setting me up and trying to you know frame me they're doing things and then pointing a finger at me and then when I say what really happened, it looks like I'm the one crying wolf. And this is 
any and everybody. I can't go to anybody. And I feel like them truly understand what you got. And that's okay with me. But, like, it is, you know, concerning. It's concerning. It is because I, like, no, God's not going to let anybody hurt me. So the basis of it is as long as God got me, it doesn't matter what people say or do. That's the basis, period. That's That's everything. But knowing that, like, it's, I'm in a position where it's like I try and get a job and different things are, you know, like they're like the, I can't even get a job. I can't get a job. I can't, you know, I could get a job, but like it's like, no, I just can't. I just can't get a job. Like it's for different reasons. Like for one, I have somebody who's, you know, deliberately and continuously trying to sabotage me. So, like, even if I want to go work a job, like, you know, I could humble myself and go work any job right now. That's why I said, that's why I want to say I can't get a job. Because if I was willing to work any job, I can go and get a job right now. But it's like, there's, they're deliberately and continuously trying to sabotage me. So, like, they're going to, I don't want to say this, like, this is, could stop me. It can't stop me. It wouldn't stop me if I ultimately decided that. But it's like, still this is what I would have to face, this is what I would have to deal with, this is what I have, this is what I would have to go through, and I can't, like, it's, I get, it gets to the point where I don't even, like, I don't even feel comfortable leaving outside the house for five minutes to go to a store, because that's how, you know, that's how serious the situation is, like, that, not even serious, but that, like, that's how bad it is, that's how bad the situation is, like, that's how people are reacting to me, that's how they're acting and they and some know why they're doing it some are some know the real reason some people some don't have a reason others are just contributing and then there's the ones who think that they know why they're doing what they're doing and it's like regardless of whatever reason doesn't even matter to me like my personal space is violated my privacy is violated like my whole every like everything is violated i can't go make money on my own i can't go get my own place because like they're literally sabotaging me they're making it so like everything is hard for me to do and everything is you know being affected so i can't do anything and if i tell somebody this they're like oh you're making excuses that's just an excuse if you really want to do this if you really want to go out and, and, and make this happen you can make this happen like yeah but at the cost of what at the cost of you know my privacy at the cost of my personal space at the cost of my rights as a human being like at the cost of what because they're literally putting me in a position where I can't you know be like if I wanted to go look up look at a look up an apartment right now they would literally try to set it up so that the, whatever apartment I, I ended up in was um, in a place or some type of location around individuals that would target me, that are targeting me, and they're watching me, and they're deliberately sabotaging me and deliberately violating my personal space and privacy. But if I say something, if I if I say you know this was happening, this was going on, it's like. First of all, who would I say something to? Because whoever I would say something to, they would just turn against me. But if I say something otherwise, then it's like, 
maybe I say something to somebody, you know, they they can't use to turn against me, and I would just, well, they, they're automatically turning against me, but they would just make it seem like I'm lying or I'm just pointing the finger. I'm not taking responsibility. And on the outside, it looks like, oh, you're not trying, and I know what's going on. I know what's going on, and it's not fair. Like, and I don't, I just feel like it's super weird when, like, literally I can be driving in a car and there's nothing around that's like this that there's nothing around me right now that is reflective of the scenario that they're saying that they can put me in and then they put me in that scenario i.e. an example a car accident like I'm on a road and there's nobody for miles the next you know a car just pops up out of nowhere and then if I tell somebody that that's what happened, they're saying, no, it's this, it's, there's so many different factors. There's this that was going on. There's that that was going on. It's your fault. You did it. And it's like, I know it just looks like I did it. I know that that's what it looks like. And honestly, with all these other factors that they made sure that they set up to make it look like I did it, no matter what I said or no matter what I know what happened, like what, no matter what I know happened. It's going to look like that. And what am I supposed to do? All I can do is be like, okay, whatever. Whatever happens, happens. Because at this point, they're trying to control every, like, not even trying. Like, they're, in a way, setting up everything and setting me up. And, there's, and they're working on a on such a high level where it's like, if I call my bank, like, they've set it up. If I call... You know, any type of government agency, they set it up. Anything that I do, they've set it up. Now, that being said, all of that, you know, be, that all of that, you know, is addressed. So now I can say, you know, that ultimately God makes a way out of no way. So if I genuinely set my heart on something, genuinely wanted something, he would make it happen for me no matter what. But also, I want to be clear that I'm not the type, I'm not the one that's, I am not, you know, just like, okay, well, I just want to be baby. No, it's not the right, it's not the right situation. It's still not the right situation. It's still messed up. It's still messed up. So, I'm not saying that God is making a mistake. I'm just saying that it kind of feels like I can't really do anything right now. Like, that, if God wanted it to be differently, then it would be. Like, if I go and force it, yeah, okay, fine. I would have forced it. And there would have been so many different factors that, you know, I, you know, I couldn't have avoided. Like, that weren't able, I, they weren't able to be avoided. So, I cannot force it. I literally have to wait and see what he does with it. I, I literally have to just wait. And right now, the problem is in the waiting. And then when I wait, it makes it look like, oh, you're not trying. But I'm really just waiting. I can't. If I try, it's a setup. When I try, it's a setup. But it's been like this for years, and I didn't even realize it. I mean, I realized it, but I couldn't prove it. But now it's getting to the point where it's like, Everyone's going along with it, and it's, it's it's past proving it. And I won't say everyone, but, like, most people are going along with it. And I say most people don't sound as bad as it is. It's literally, like, everyone but a few. Everyone but a couple, literally. And, like, you know, 
it's been like this for years and I just I had to suffer through it and that was easier it was easier for me to I felt like it was easier for me to you know the way I was moving before where it's like I don't care what's going on I'm going to do whatever it is I have to do and suffer through it and whatever happens just happens I feel like that was easier because now it's like you know it feels like my life is in danger now because I'm coming out of it but it's like okay so that's the good news you're coming out of it and like okay but like did you forget what I just said my life is in danger right before that but like still regardless I'm not trying to sound like I'm complaining I'm still so happy to be me I'd rather be me than whoever else it is that you know feel like they need to do that or whatever other person you know I'd rather be me I'm not trying to say that I feel like I'm better than anybody, but I'd rather be in the position I'm in than be in the position that they're in to have to do that to somebody, period. Like, I know that it's so much worse than it, like, even looks, really. So much worse than it looks. But I guess I'm kind of saying, like, just because there's, there's a light at the end of the tunnel doesn't mean it's okay the things that I have to go through right now. Doesn't mean it's okay what I'm going through. Doesn't mean it's okay what I'm being put through. And just because me saying I'm going through these things or I'm being put through these things makes them feel like they're doing something doesn't mean that I can't speak up or speak out about the different things I have to go through. I don't care if it makes them feel like they're doing something. Whether they're doing something or not, I'm being affected. I don't really care. Like, they feel like they're doing something that that rouses them up and makes them feel good. Okay, good for you. On the other end, after, you know, outside of you, I'm literally over here going through stuff. So, that's the problem for me. And it's not even about being selfish. It's about not being selfish enough. So, it's a problem. But, um, other other than that, though, I do realize that ultimately I end up winning. I'm winning. Ultimately, I win because, you know, when it comes down to it, like... You know that they they're putting all this energy, time, you know, effort to into you know trying to hurt you or doing something to you. That means you already won before it even started because they started. When they started, you already it already signified to you that you were worth all the time and the effort that they were going to put into whatever it is that they're doing. Which means you're already winning because if you weren't winning, they wouldn't even waste the time or the effort. They wouldn't even waste it. And I'm telling you that that's a good thing because, you know, I know that it's all for Christ. I know that it's all for God. I know be- I know why it is. I know be- I know it's because of who I am to God and what I'm doing. So that's, that's the best reason. That's the best reason for people to be putting this much time and effort into trying to destroy you. If it's for any other reason, I can't even see it being for any other reason now. Like... I've never been sabotaged on this level or, you know, I never had anybody trying to destroy me on this level ever before. But ultimately, like, I realized that, like, I couldn't now. I can't even imagine it being for any other reason but for God, honestly. Now that I see what great lengths people are willing to go to to sabotage you because what God is doing through you. I can't imagine it being for something outside of that. Genuinely, my whole life, I don't believe it ever was for anything outside of that. 
like people see your anointing they know who you are because god doesn't hide he loves to show his power so he makes it clear to them who you are just like he makes it clear to you who you are and they work overtime to get you to not see it they work overtime to try and hide it from you or to whatever it is that you do know about it whatever it is that can't be hidden they work overtime to downplay and i feel like this is you know it's my season this is when god is like you know what regardless everything that they're doing is about to be exposed everything that they're trying they've been doing to try and get you to not know who you are get you get you to walk away from your destiny or not see who you are not living and not walking and not embrace it it's about to be exposed and it's not going to be able they're not going to be able to do anything about what's about to happen for you what i'm about to do for you and i feel it i see it and like you might say well what's what's the problem but the problem is it hurts like it's really it's really like stressful it's so stressful and uncomfortable it's it's ridiculous i'm comfortable in god though i'm comfortable in god ultimately nobody could truly take that comfort away from me nobody could ever really take that comfort where it's like i know that i'm gonna be okay i know i'll be okay no matter what you do or say or how you feel about me or all the stuff you set up or whatever it is that you're going running around driving yourself crazy to do i'm ultimately going to be okay and that's comfort that's real true comfort and freedom like i'm going to be okay in god like you know when it comes down to it like i I hope and pray that you experience like this type of sureness like I hope that you can ultimately experience that because you need it. <laughs> and honestly, even regardless of what you're doing, you deserve it. Like, nobody, you know, needs to be running around, like, using everything, all their power, all their, like, all of their energy, all of their resources to try and take something or keep somebody from anything. Like, that's just, that's way too, that's way too stressful for me. And it's just too much of an indication of how unhappy you are. It's way, like, you're, like, you probably think that it's the opposite. Like, I'm happy in doing this. I love to do this. And in reality, it's such an indication of how unhappy you are. And, like, ultimately, that just makes me know that, just like Christ said, when you see them doing this, when you see them acting this way, when people, you know, take from you or slander your name or backbite etc when people do things that try and hurt you deliberately feel bad for them because you know you're in such a better position than they are in and it's not about wanting or needing to be in a better position than them you actually wish that they could be in that position you're in too so that they could see you know the different things that they're seeing they're doing from your perspective that being said um there was a well before this all started happening and God made it clear he had an assignment for me before I left my hometown everywhere I would go I would feel watched I would feel like people were keeping tabs on me I would feel like any person I you know was around was keeping tabs on me and contributing to you know whatever I felt like it was a whole organization built around keeping tabs on me personally I'm just like who am I because at this point you know certain people don't even want to hire me certain certain opportunities i'm not even able to you know 
get and like there have it's a whole organization behind keeping me from opportunities the opportunities I'm not getting like okay are you a reason why I'm not getting them I don't know but at this point it's just like it was it was a lot and I was like wow you know I'm I know how important I am to God but if I say that then that means you're just as important to God so that wouldn't make sense why you know you would be so interested in my life and what I'm doing but I don't know I guess like God even showed me that sometimes we're so focused on what other people and how blessed other people are we don't even see how blessed we are on we are on our own and that's I was doing that a lot myself actually but I guess I couldn't even see it when others were doing that to me like wow you're so worried about me and taking something from me and you don't even realize you have so much and I was literally thinking like what like why don't that doesn't make sense how you don't get that and God is saying the same thing to me but it's funny it's like a cycle but um you know it felt like it was like everybody was sneaking around me it always felt like everybody was sneaking around me and everybody was always setting stuff up before I got there like it's some type of production or like you know like I'm like she's coming she's coming she's she's about to be here like 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 it's a surprise party type thing but it's like you know everywhere I go everything that I do every person that I encounter like it's almost like they're setting everything up you know and like it it got to the point where it's like even the civilians I walk past on the street they're they're trying to, you know, sway and brief like hey look this person such and such and such and if they say anything to you or before they say anything to you you need to know this and you need to know that about them like it gets to the point where it feels like it's like they're doing that to everybody I even bypass in the street or even in the grocery store but before it was just the people that I would hang out with and spend my time with. And even if it was just five minutes of my time. But um, I'm feeling like, you know, this is all, you know. But it's if you think about it, it's more stressful on their behalf than it is for me. Even though they're trying to stress me out, they're, they're more stressed on their, on their behalf. Because imagine having to do that. Imagine having to meet everybody I meet and sway everybody I meet and would possibly meet or could possibly meet and... You know, having to do all of that work. You're doing 10 times the work I'm doing because I'm just living my life. But as I'm living my life, you're using, you have to make sure you watch me and everything that I do in my life. And then you have to go and set up all these different, you know, whatever you call it. Like avenues, you know, scenarios based off of what I might do, what I am doing, what I have done, like, it's too much, but, um, anyway, so I'm with this, with this guy who I felt like, you know, was, he was mostly cool, but I felt like he had a chip on his shoulder, like, I really felt like he felt slighted, because he felt like I wasn't as interested I wouldn't I wasn't necessarily interested in him and probably was using him and I won't even lie like I really was in a place in my life where I was like I was using people I really was using people I was not I'm not perfect I'm not about to sit up here and pretend like I was I'm perfect but ultimately you know I could have used anybody <laughs> I could have I'm not gonna say anybody but there was a lot of people I could have used I, I genuinely appreciated his company because I felt like he was 
you know, you know, at least safer than most most people to be around. I feel like he was, you know, had a good heart, or at least not even had a good heart. It's not even about. I know he had a good heart, but it was like I felt like he was re- he was more relatable. Like I could, like he was cool. I feel like he was cool. So it wasn't even about just like I'm just gonna use you because I feel like I can. No, like I was using him. I was, but it was about um, it wasn't just about using him. It wasn't just about that. It was about me. I hate this sound so messed up, but it's about me knowing who I'm using. Like, you're a cool person. You're really a cool person. And if you feel like, okay, well, it wasn't about me knowing who I was using. Like, I could have literally been hanging out with a bunch of different people who would have offered way more, who I feel like, you know, would have went to greater lengths and I would have, you know, not even had to use you or not even had to use anybody as often. And that was a fact. Like, I know that, that that was possible, but it's like, it was about me knowing who I was around. It was about me not wanting to be around certain characters just because of that. So, it sounds messed up that you're using somebody, but also at the same time, it's like, you're really you're still interested in them for them. And I'm sure that a lot of people wouldn't, like, see it that way. But, like, I know. I know that that's true because... Ultimately, I knew what kind of person he was. And if I didn't care, I wouldn't know. And I wouldn't care. So, that just goes to show, you know, it wasn't just about that. But, that doesn't make it okay. That being said, you know, I was hanging out with this guy. And, like, honestly, I was like, I like being around him because he's cool. I feel, you know, relatively safe around him. I don't feel like, you know, he would harm me or bring me into harm's way. And it's I can be, you know, I can get comfortable, a little comfortable around him. Not too comfortable, but I can get a little comfortable around him. And it was okay. Everything was good. But then, like, I start feeling like he was, like, feeling slighted in a way where he felt like, okay, you only, you never would like me for me. You never would take me seriously or be interested in me. And... So you're just wasting my time. And to be honest, like, if I'm wasting your time, I'm wasting mine. But that's not necessarily an indication of anything because I could be, I could, like, wasting my own time, honestly. And I'm not saying that, you know, I did, but I'm just saying, why not waste my time on someone else? But regardless, anyways, you know, when I was around this person, I felt like, you feel like it's personal, and it's really not. Like, if it's personal, it's because I personally feel like you're cooler than most dudes I would be around. But you feel like it's personal in a way where it's like, you think it's because, like, it's it's about my appearance. It's about different things I do or don't have. It's about different things I am and, and aren't, am not able to do, popularity, etc., social status. And it's not. It's really not. And if that were the case, like, I see it differently. I don't, you know, social status for me is more like, are you you know cool enough to be around are you the kind of person who would like you know run to somebody and tell them all the different things that you do for me or are you the kind of person who would like feel like you know you need to go talk about me or you need to go get your get back or whatever like and he kind of was in that bracket a little bit where he needed that get back a little bit but also at the same time I realized he was cooler than most because even though he was kind of inching towards that bracket of needing that get back 
he wasn't he had many opportunities and I was always on guard regardless like I said I can get a little comfortable so it's like I'll catch it I'll catch it and I, that'll be the end that'll be the last time I ever kick it with you it's not like it's not like I need you but like and you know I feel like he also knew that it was like still that it's like people know <laughs> people know but it was on a different level of knowing I felt like it was a setup a lot of times I felt like it was a setup a lot of times I felt like he felt like he was slighted because he thought that I felt like he was ugly and it wasn't even about him being ugly or nothing like genuinely this is how I'm kicking it right now regardless if it's you or somebody you think is handsome whatever this is genuinely how I'm kicking it right now and you're taking it personal but at the same time like that's his choice he can he can feel the way he feel but I just felt like he was thinking it was about something it wasn't about anyways so I felt like people were you know um conspiring (laughs) yeah they were conspiring and you know talking about me behind my back and setting things up and like ultimately reporting back to I feel like some organization they set up that was set to that was made up to like corner me set me up or whatever to keep tabs on me I was I don't know like I don't know how to explain it but I just knew it was true and I felt it and like at the time you have to understand I'm I'm telling myself that's not true like I'm being paranoid like I need to if that's the case I just watch the people I'm being around more often and I'll be more careful but I'm praying to God, so I'm like, I trust you, God, you know. And I feel like God was actually telling me this. So, honestly, you know, it might have been true. It really might have been true. I think it was. But anyway, so, matter of fact, I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and say it was true because I feel like what the main thing God showed me lately is to not doubt myself. Not doubt the stuff that I know because every single time I used to do that, it's all, like, all the times I did that, it's all coming into like fruition where it's like now nah, I see every single time not every well yeah every single time I was right every single time I was right every time and because it was God telling me so anyways I come outside to to hang out with this guy usually we would just sit outside my house in his car and just at this time I was smoking so we would just smoke and listen to music and stuff it was kind of peaceful because like he had like videos he could watch on his on his screen in his car etc but like um I remember one day I came outside and he was telling me he had just pulled up. When he came out when I came outside, there was this girl, she was in like this, um I think she was in like a Camaro. It was a Camaro or a Challenger. I get those mixed up. It was a Camaro or a Challenger. And uh it was a really nice car, like a really buff, beefy, beefy car for a girl her size and a girl who looked like her. I really thought, like, you know, that's different. But honestly, I really feel like, you know, like where I was from, people with beefy cars like this. Like where, we, where I was from, like, I feel like people would, would go towards more of a subtle type car. But if you had a beefy car like that, you probably, like, do car shows or, you know, you into cars or you just really got it like that and you just flashy but this guy he always would talk about the car shows he was in etc so it was kind of you know I, I ain't put it together right then 
But I did was like, that's a little suspicious. So I come outside. And this lady, this girl, she's like passed out in her front seat. And like when you come off of my street, it's a whole, sh- it's a, it's a, it's a like vertical. No, it's a, it's a horizontal street that comes through from the vertical street. From my street, there's a, a horizontal street going straight through. And like sometimes people will be bending that corner so fast, there's no stop sign. And sometimes people would would be bending that corner so fast, they wouldn't like. I think that maybe somebody would be able to see, but her lights was off, and it was dark outside, and she was just passed out. And then a car had just drifted into the road. It was literally she was parked in the middle of the road, passed out in her front seat, and her window was a little cracked too. So like. It was just not safe. And she was a girl. She was by herself. And she was in a really nice car in a really bad area. And it was just, like, not safe at all. And when I saw it, I was like, hold on. That's your friend? Do you know her? When I came outside, he was standing outside. And I was like, do you know her? Is that your friend? And he was like, nah. She was here when I got here. And so I go to the car, and I'm like, first I'm standing with him. I'm like, well, like, I was about to wait and see if maybe she was picking something up off the floor or something. Like, I'm like, no, she's passed out and her car has drifted into the street. So I'm like, we can't just leave her here like this. And we was about to leave. I was like, I, we can't just leave her here like this. So that's when I, um, I think we was about to leave. We might, we might have still been, was going to stay there. But either way it go, like, I couldn't just leave a girl outside like that because honestly, I mean, the people around my area, they would look out for people. They look out for people, but I did. I genuinely feel like, you know, that doesn't mean somebody who's walking by, like, a crackhead or something, or just, like, somebody who felt like doing something stupid, some young dude, and saw the car and saw the girl, you know, pass out in the car like that, was couldn't just run up in there, probably, it was, the, the window was cracked, so they could have really snuck the the doors unlocked and pull her out and take off in her car and left her sitting in the middle of the hood and i'm just like she passed out drunk like that in her car that's so unsafe so immediately i'm just like i go and knock on the window and i wake her up and she barely can lift her head up to even say anything and i'm like are you okay like are you waiting on somebody you know because i'm this is my street i never seen her car before i never seen her before and I, it's not that I know everybody on the street, but I do know that she's not, you know, somebody who's usually around there. That doesn't really indicate any much. That doesn't indicate much, but it does indicate something. And I'm just like, you know, hey, hey. And I'm banging on the window and she keeps passing out. She's drifting in and out of sleep. And that's how drunk she is. And, like, she already looked like a little, like, like her part her shirt is like a onesie but it's unbuttoned and pulled out of her pants and her pants kind of half hang hang, hanging half down and they're unbuttoned and unzipped so i'm like it's already like it already looks like you know your your situation her situation looked real really sketchy honestly but ultimately i'm like maybe she just like a super drunk and had to hurry up and pee and then super drunk and didn't i like fasten herself all the way together i'm trying to think optimistically but her doors was locked, so I'm like, you know, maybe this is... And this is kind of, like, there's no way you were sitting here for a while. Because cars do come down here all times of the night. Somebody would have found you by now. But ultimately, I'm thinking, like, why didn't my so-called friend do anything? Like, why didn't he say anything or check up on her make sure she was okay? And he was like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. 
And when I saw her, I'm like, she's super drunk. So that could be an indication of why he didn't even, you know, bother her because she's like super, super drunk. But I realized she had just gotten there. She had just gotten there because her car was still in drive. And, like, I guess she let her foot up off the brake or something. And she kind of inched into the middle of the road. And I was just like, wow. Like, you know, that's scary. That's, like, that's, that's like, one of the most sketchiest situations I've ever seen a woman in. I've seen women in some pretty sketchy situations. And it was concerning. Like, first of all, I'm not saying it like, this is the type of, this is my mindset. Oh, this, this has been my mindset. I'm in the hood. But also, like, I was thinking, like, you must not know where you're at because somebody would rob you for a Camry and you sitting in a Camaro passed out drunk with your window half down or cracked enough for somebody to come in, unlock the doors and yank you out of it or do something to you and just like, you know, like it was just, I was like, clearly she's not from around here. And if she is from around here, she like, she, I was like, no, nope, whoever left her like this don't care about her, period, because she's drunk. And... When I opened it, when I knocked on the window, and she couldn't barely get up, she ended up pulling herself out of her whatever it was, like drunken sleep. And I'm just like, hey, are you okay? Like, are you good? Like, I just want to make sure you're okay. I live right here, and I just came outside. You in the middle of the street. Your car is still in drive. And like, she she looked at huh, looked around like huh. But she didn't, like, get, you know, her car out of drive, pull back, reverse, park, nothing. She couldn't. She was too drunk. So I'm like, I, I said to my friend, like, I, like, she's too drunk to drive. She's too drunk to do anything. Like, where is her people's at? Like, should I just, like, leave her? Like, I, I'm not, not should I just leave her. I couldn't have left her. I'm like, I can't just leave her like this. I can't just leave her like this. I don't, like. But, you know, I'm like, it's it's best for, you know, it to be me, really. I don't know. I don't even know that because, you know, if I, if it wasn't even the right girl, somebody would have did something to her. Like, but it was me. So, I'm just like, unlock the door, unlock the door, unlock the door. She unlocks the door. And I'm just like, do you want, like, for me and my friend to take you home? And then, like, you come back and get your car later or something. Like, you can pull you can pull your car back in reverse and park it somewhere. And then, like, me and my friend can take you home. And I'm like, is that okay? Like, is it okay if we take her home? He's like, you know, make sure, you know, she wants us to take her home, etc. And I'm like, I'm just like, you know, because this seems unsafe. Like, you're in the middle of the street. You pass out drunk. I'm like, where's your friends? Where's your people? She can't even really respond. Like, where do you live? Where do you live? She can't even really respond. And I'm just like, we got to do something. We got to take her home. We got to figure something out. So, like, um, I, she ended up, you know, I ended up getting her, like, at least able to jump over to the passenger seat. And she jumped over to the passenger seat. And I reversed it. And I put it in reverse and stuff. And I was just about to, like, you know, I was I was, I was, was on my phone. Like, do I need to call somebody for you? Like, who can I call for you? Like, are you okay? And, like she couldn't respond like she had her phone and everything but she nothing could she, oh I, actually she was looking for a phone like, where's my phone i think my friend took my phone and she was so drunk she didn't even know her phone was at. i'm like do you know the numbers like i need to find my phone like i don't think she knew the number by heart like she was super drunk and out of it and i'm just like okay well we'll just i'll just drive for you my friend will follow us and i'll i'll catch right back with him and i'll just take you home 
do you know your address? She like, she's so drunk she can't even tell me the address. But she like, um, uh, she gave me her her baby father's name. She like, yeah, such and such. When she said his name, like I knew him. I was like, I don't know who that is or where he stayed. But at the same time, though, she drunk, so I'm just like, yeah, but like, do you have his address like in your phone or something? Like, do you have his address somewhere around the car? She's like, press such and such, and she like. It's like a button on her like GPS system that could you press it and it takes you automatically there. But like none of that was working, so I had to like keep her up. Like no, 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 it's I I can't find it. I don't know where's it at. I don't know where to take you. And I'm just like shaking her and keeping her up. And then finally, you know, she ends up you know being able to press it and like she's she's up enough to at least put her location in. We'll put the location in she need to go. So then that's when I was like, okay, so follow us or whatever. And then um. I drive her all the way home or whatever and like she's so drunk in and out of it. I was just I remember just thinking like, Wow girl, like good thing is me. Like not even good thing is me, like because I genuinely believe at this point I believe in people people are good. Like it's genuinely good people out here and you know, I feel like a lot of people would have helped her. Most people would have helped her. That's my mindset. But honestly, she could have got she could have ran into like somebody that was so fault like even somebody who would have made it seem like they was trying to help and then like as soon as they got in the car jumped, dumped her off in the alley somewhere and just pulled off you know it was it was so many different stuff that could have happened to her and i was just like that's so unsafe it was so unsafe for her to be like that but um i'm just like you know let me make sure you know because i ain't have a license at the time i won't lie i'm like let me just make sure i get her home safe in her car and don't you know make sure nothing happens to her car and i can drive i've been driving since i was 14 but I get her all the way home and when I pull up to her house or whatever, she look she finally up and stuff, she looking for her phone. She drifted in and out like to be honest, she was asleep the whole time. She only drift uh, you know, out of her sleep for like thirty seconds on the highway when we was there and she lived like forty five minutes away. I'm like, it was no way you was about to be able to drive forty five minutes when you was you know, had your car and drop, you know, drifted off in the middle of the street like that. There was no way. So you know, I just thought that was so crazy how that happened. But also, it just seemed like it was a little too suspicious. Nothing had never happened like that around my house. And I felt like somebody would have prejudged this, the area and thought that, you know, they could have made it seem like something like that would have happened. But also, at the same time, I like to give people the benefit of the doubt, so I don't know. But it just seemed like somebody would have thought, like, oh, you know, she lived in one of these really bad areas, etc. Like, like let's set this up. She probably just think like it's anybody. She don't, I don't even know. She really come out the house like that. She know everybody, whatever. But honestly, they didn't know that my next door neighbor was a um, ex army vet, and if he would have found her, he would have made sure she was okay too. He look out for everybody. So, honestly, I knew that the person, whoever it was, if they would have set that up, they didn't know what area they was in. They really didn't. It's it kind of remind me of that like that that part that little scene on Minister Society. When they dump the um, when they dump them off in like a rival hood, and they end up taking them to the hospital, but they expected them to like kill them or something. That's kind of what it reminded me of. <laughs> but um, I end up driving her all the way home. When I when she get home, finally she's like, oh I'm at home and stuff. Like she like she she's lightweight to come to a little more. But at this point, it's been forty five minutes, so she could have sobered up. I don't know. But, um, she gets, she finds her phone, everything, you know, I'm like, I'm like, okay, like, what happened? Like, I remember talking to her a little bit, just a brief conversation, like, what was you doing over there, passed out and stuff, like, 45 minutes away, this crazy. And she was like, oh, I was dropping my friend off at her dude's house, on her dude's house. And I'm like, 
And I was like, so she, you drove her? And then you just passed out? Because that didn't make sense for her to be so drunk. And she was like, no, she drove. And then I was supposed to be driving home. So she had dropped her friend off a couple houses down from me. And she ended up was supposed to be driving home. And she couldn't even, like, she passed out at the stop sign. And that's why she was pulled off into the middle of the street like that. And I was like, wow. That I'm like, your friend had to know you was not good, you was not well enough to drive home. I'm like, I didn't want to say it, but I was thinking to myself, that is not a good friend for her to be so, you know, caught up in whatever do how she trying to go over there. She would just leave you like that. Then you knowing you got to go 45 minutes away, like, and you in the middle of the hood. She she must know that this what what part of the hood this is because she just got dropped off at dude house. She must know that this ain't no good area. It really was not a good area. Like, people getting robbed, killed all the time over here. And she literally just left you like that. I'm like, that's not a good friend. But I ain't, I ain't saying it. I was just like, you know, that's messed up. And I remember telling her, like, here, here go my number and stuff. If you ever need a friend, like, after you go to the club or something, like, I would actually go out to go to the club with you and everything. Like, if you ever need a good friend, I'll make sure you're okay. Like, you can hit me up or something. But honestly, I, was, I don't go to the club and stuff. I really don't. But I was really concerned. I genuinely was concerned for her. But let me get to the part that I feel like was super crazy and super messed up. So that's when I ended up getting in the car with my friend. We pulled off and everything. We left. I, I feel like she was concerned after she figured out what happened and she got dropped off by a stranger and what, what was going on. I feel like she was thinking like, wait, you know, I live down and everything. Like she had just, she just said she just had a baby, literally just had a baby and her baby was in the house with her, with her baby dad. And, like, she even had the postpartum stomach. Like, she, she had to be just fresh out the hospital. And I was like, that's not a good friend. But, um, you know, I ended up, like, getting in the car with my friend. And then we drove home and everything. And, like, you know, we was talking about how, like, I was like, wait, how did you see, like, did you see her in the middle of the street? Like, was you going to help? Like, do you, did you... When did she pull up and everything? He was like, I didn't even notice it at first. Honestly, I was just waiting for you and stuff. And, like, she wasn't even too far from him. But I, I can just imagine how she just pulled up to the stop sign, just like any other any old regular car coming down the street, and then let her foot up off the gas after she passed out the stop sign. He probably thought she was just stopping to look for something. And she just passed out the stop sign and drifted off into the middle of the street. So he probably didn't even notice her. Probably thought she would be pulling off soon. But when I came out, I'm like, wow, she's passed out at the, in the middle of the street at the lot, at the stop sign. Her car's still in drive. And that was just so dangerous. But anyways, so when we got back, we pulled back to my house. It was like 40, like at this point, it's like two hours later. But like, it really was like, I feel like almost three because we had to figure out everything. But so we pull up back to the house by this time it's like the break of dawn and i remember just like we were smoking we was like chilling i was just like wow i mean i was at this point i had let it go but like um i just remember like this feeling like it was it was a weird it was a really weird feeling like um like how do I explain this? And I'm going to just be quite honest because I feel like if, I, if I'm if i not honest, it's going to make it seem like I, I have something to hide and I don't. But, like, I just remember this feeling like, like, don't you like her car? Like, don't you like her life? You can steal her life. You know, you should start hanging around her. And, um, 
you should you know start inviting yourself into her 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 room her house and stuff like get comfortable and then meet her dude her dude got a lot of money clearly because she did say that was his car and like she kept talking about like i knew him and i'm like so maybe he's a known type dude because the way she kept saying it's like oh yeah such and such this such and such and like honestly she did seem like you know one of those girls who like you know taken care of by her dude type dude type thing but yeah like um she was like like I, I just kept feeling like i kept hearing it like and it was like and this is not me this is not reflective of me or my character at all like i've never wanted anybody's life of my own and that's just a fact and so um she, i remember just feeling like yeah like you could you could just start inviting yourself around her start hanging around her acting like you're really cool like start really playing it off like you really care about her like be real cool be like somebody she want to be around and want to hang around and then like start you know being around her dude then you can sneak and start doing doing stuff with her dude and like they was listen this is people lying to me this is demons lying to me and you might say you know what I don't know. Maybe that was just your thoughts. Uh-uh. I ain't never thought nothing like that ever before. And it was such a strong feeling. It was so weird. It was like, I was being like enticed into something like, yeah, come over here. Bite from the tree. Like Satan. And like, I remember like, it seemed like my friend, so-called friend was like, knew what was going on and was trying to see what would happen. So it felt like he was going along with it. Like he was you know he set this up and i knew he set it up i could feel he set it up but i wasn't upset because what happened next so that's when like you know i'm i i can hear it i can feel this demonic spirit just keep lying to me like yeah like i I even heard them say like you should you you could probably have a threesome with them and then take her dude. All this other stuff. I never would ever do. Like, I would never do. Like, they, it was so much stuff. So many lies. So many. You know, it was a setup. I knew it was a setup. And I remember thinking, like, wait, why? Why would I be thinking something like this? Is is that how her friend is? The friend who ended up leaving her like that? And end up, you know, leaving her, you know, to just fend for herself. Knowing she couldn't drive 45 minutes away because... She clearly couldn't even take you. That was fault. That was fault. But, like, I remember just, like, thinking, like, that's so weird. That's so weird that um, I feel like I'm being, like, enticed in that way. And then I remember thinking about it and thinking, like, but wait, how do I look? Like, even if, even all the stuff that they were saying, it's like, trying to make me bite because it's like these spirits these spirits make you feel like you're 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 somebody else and then when you finally snap out of it you're like wait i'm over there so where was i and that's exactly what happened like i was i was just being if i was being enticed like all this other stuff yeah you can end up that could be your car you could take her car and such and such and such and such and all this other stuff. At first, they really even tried some gay stuff. At first, they tried some gay stuff. Like, no, nah, I'm not gay. No, I'm not gay. But, like, they even tried some gay stuff where it's like, um, you, you, you never know. You could talk to her. Like I said with the threesome thing, it was, it was, it was really trying some gay stuff. And I was like, no. 
if I'm ever going to hang around her, I'm going to be a genuine friend. And the funny thing about it is they were trying to entice me in a way where they're like, um, maybe you should, you know, pretend to be this way or pretend to be that way so that she want to hang out with you more so that she actually want to kick with you. I'm just like, no, I'm not going to pretend to be anybody because if you have to pretend to be anybody, you must not be a good enough person on your own. Like, you should be able to be yourself and people should be able to mess with you. And if they don't mess with you, then that's not your crowd. And that's genuinely what I was thinking. I'm just like, why do I feel like somebody's trying to teach me how to be somebody I'm not? Like, no. And then I start thinking like, huh, maybe that's how she got in the position she in. And it's like, it felt like it was like, yeah. And it's it's kind of like an unashamed type thing. Like, of course, like. You know, but kind of in a way trying to entice me to want to be part of them. When in reality, it's like, if I was ever going to go in this direction, in the direction that you're actually trying to entice me into, I could go and do it bigger and better. I can go and get my own dude with bigger cars, multiple, better house, multiple, way more money and a bigger name. I can go and do all of this on my own. I I would never need nobody to piggyback off of to do something like that because what makes you think I cannot be conniving? What makes you think I cannot, you know, be become somebody I'm not to fit in with certain groups? That's not hard. If I'm not, if I'm being whoever I am and accepting certain positions, that's because I genuinely, consciously choose that. I'm making conscious decisions to avoid certain groups and certain people because I'm not willing to pretend to be somebody I'm not just to feel like I have a status. It's not worth it. And that's genuinely my, my whole stance on it and it's like I just felt like I was being enticed and it felt so weird but I just remember like the dawn was breaking the sun was setting and next thing I know I just snapped out of it like no it it was like for a whole 30 minutes to an hour and I'm just like is it though is it the weed and it was I don't know if it was or wasn't like at this point I was like I was suspicious of him too because I felt like he was watching me and he was texting on his phone. And I had always been feeling like when people be texting on their phone around me all the time, like, you know, especially in these wee hours of the morning and night. And it's like, it seemed like, you know, you're trying to hide, you know, your phone kind of like tilted that you don't really want me to read it. And I'm not even trying to read your, like, I don't know if it's clear, but if I was really trying to read your messages, it seemed like I would be staring at your phone a little longer or at least trying to, like, look over your shoulder. I'm not even trying to do any of that. But it's like you're you're still deliberately hiding it. And in that way, I feel like people are trying to, in a way, kind of jealous of you. They're jealous of your, your real character. And they're jealous of the fact that, you know, I'm sitting here up here doing stuff like this to you. But you wouldn't, I could tell from your character, you would never do nothing like this to me. And so they feeling guilty and kind of want to try and like make it show you, make it seem, make it known that that's what they're doing so that you can retaliate. So that you can feel like, oh, if you're going to do something like this to me, then this is what I'm going to do to you. And that's why he started trying to make it like obvious that he was hiding his phone. But in reality, it's like, dude, you, you want me to know that you're hiding your phone. You want me to know that you're over there texting about me. You want me to know that you're actually being fake because you want me to see you as the type of person who would do something like that to either provoke a reaction out of me or maybe you think that I would like something like that that's the kind of stuff that I'm into and it's like both was wrong and and I'm just like okay now what has to happen is 
I have to watch you. Like you're fishy. Like at this point, like I wouldn't. At the point, at that point, I didn't completely cut him off. But it was. I'm like, yeah. I'm probably gonna have to consider doing that. Like, I'm gonna have to reevaluate everything that happened in this whole situation. What I feel like you played a part in and didn't, and what kind of person I feel like you really are. Whether you really have my best interest, and whether I really want to kick around you. I don't care what it is. The benefits are. So, um, that's when I, I snapped out of it. And I remember just like, I felt like I was, I felt like I was being hypnotized. And when I snapped out of it, I'm like, what? Hold on. What just happened? What is going on? What is this? And this kind of continued on for like a couple of weeks. And then she ended up even texting me and was like, um, Hey, this is such and such that you, um, end up dropping off. And this was like a couple of weeks after that, that happened. I was like, you know, I remember telling her I would be a good friend for her, like, if she ever got into that situation again. So maybe she's in the situation again where she's super drunk or want to go out to the club and her friend is not, you know, being, not looking out for her or whatever. Because it seemed like she in those situations a lot. Not a lot, but she get in those situations where she got people who don't really care about her. And it's not maybe as obvious as she think it is. Or if it is, she just, you know, whatever, I'll be okay. And, like people taking advantage of it that's what it seemed like her friend was doing and something told me her friend was so janky that her friend was actually cheating with her her baby daddy and everything like something just told me all this stuff and I was just like uh. but that, like I said I can't I can't confirm that I can't confirm that but I can't confirm that this was happening and when I snapped out of it I was like uh I was just, I just remember being like, that was so weird. That was not like me. And I don't know what that was. And then when I snapped out of it, I kind of came back to like, no. Like, I kind of like just snitch, snatched my whole everything back. Like, what did you, you just try to, what? What did you just try? Like, it felt like somebody tried to really just ruin my whole life with a small decision. And it's not even that small. It was a decision to ruin someone else's. But somebody really just tried to pull me in a total opposite direction. And I realized that that really was nothing. That, that, that had little to do with the situation. And so much to do with the fact that my character, who I am, and the, the different things that I, you know, stand for, that had to be compromised in order for them to accomplish whatever it is that they was really trying to accomplish. They was trying to find a reason to justify whatever it is that they was already doing, which is witchcraft. They was trying to justify that. And I was like, that's sick. And I, at this point, I don't know if she was a victim or she had something to do with it. But she really did genuinely seem like she was out of it. She didn't know what was going on. like, And not completely out of it. Like, I feel like she could handle herself. But at that point, I really felt like, you know, she didn't realize she was at home till she got there. It was just, it was so off. And, like... I'm just like, I don't know. I remember questioning, like, I don't know what it seems like I come across as to certain people. But I thought that just as obvious as it is that you could, you felt like you could try something like this with somebody like me, it should be obvious my character that I would never bite. But I guess people just like to try you anyways. Or really, I think it's a, a, a matter of, it's, it's, well, mainly I know it's a matter of just, being so super jealous of somebody like you're super jealous of that character and that you wouldn't you know if it were you otherwise in that situation you would have you know you would have done the worst or you would have you would have done that or if even worse 
and just seeing that you know I avoid situations like that because of my character and realizing I you know and I hate to sound better than anybody but I really am a better person than you I am and it's it's not about me feeling like I'm better than anybody it's about me being a better person because of choices I make I'm a better person than you. I would never do nothing like that. And me even hearing about somebody doing something like that, that kind of stuff make me cringe and make my skin crawl. Stuff like that is happening in this world, really. But, like, I don't know. But I'm going to come back in the next episode and finish talking about that. So, what I pretty much found out, what I pretty much could see from that situation was that you know these demonic spirits they are like at first because i didn't even necessarily know it was demonic spirits all the way i felt like whatever whoever this is that try to entice me into that they feed off of that they love it they just yum 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 that that disgusting just off the wall sinful behavior they yum 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 they love it and I'm just like, I'm by no means feel like, you know, I'm better than anybody or perfect. But what the, I would never deliberately, I would never deliberately go out of my way and try to do anything like that. Try and steal somebody's life. Try and alter somebody, like just try and sabotage somebody and deliberately become friends with somebody off the basis of, you know, just off the basis of like literally having ill intentions from the jump having ill intentions from the jump knowing that i'm only about to hang out with you in order to you know try and better my own life or not even better my own life because i don't feel like it's nothing wrong with hanging out with people who you want to better your life with because if that's the case i mean you hang out you've got the right company but just trying to feed off of yours like it's not about better my life it's about feeding off of yours and taking yours and, and replacing you or feeling like i could or wanting to like first of all i feel like that's that's shrinking myself that's number one shrinking myself i don't know you i'm not saying that you're lesser than but what i'm saying is it's shrinking myself to ever feel like i need to take someone else's situation when I could just create my own and if I created my own I don't know you know maybe it would be better than yours like I could create my own situation make it be better I could create my own situation and put myself in around in or around crowds that are better than you and it's like if at the least I could find somebody who I feel like was in a better situation than you and do better but I didn't know what situation she was in she could be doing so good honestly who knows it looked like she sort of kind of was her car was nice but um I just remember, like, you know, feeling like, in reality, the people around me, and maybe she even had a little bit to do with it, too. I don't know. The people around me was more like, you know, I can't, like, if you want to, you know, it, like, the way you're doing stuff is not going to get you nothing out of life. And I've had so many different people come to, come to me like this. I've had so many different people, you don't understand, so many different people come to me like, listen... If you want to really win, you need to get you a dude like this. You need to play him like that. And then it's going to put you in this position like this. So I don't know why they felt like I was just naive my whole 20 years of my life. I think I was 19. I don't know why they felt like I thought I was like I was dumb or I didn't know how life worked. That like I could I could literally feed off of somebody else or step on somebody else to get ahead. Like That's a crab in a bucket mentality. I'm literally against that. 
it's like and it's not like i'm so perfect like i'm always i'm always you know turning you know temptation to seeing down every single time but it's like it's certain things i would never do and the stuff you talk about the level you on i don't know if you knew it but that stuff is small that stuff is small fries to the stuff i know that's possible out here so if i'm not even doing the stuff that i know that i can that's that i'm capable of what makes you think i would do that and then i don't even know why you think that you was gonna be changing my whole life with what you was telling me about when that's small fries if I really was dedicated to that type of mindset, that type of mentality, man, come on now. I wouldn't know you. I wouldn't know them. We would never be in this position. I'd be somewhere in a high-rise apartment with a bunch of money in my pocket and a bunch of pe- different people around me who was worse than I was, which is probably your situation. I don't know. Maybe you tiptoeing around it. So maybe you'll sit, you know, you got, you like we're playing the right people or, I mean, even if I was playing the right people, regardless. You know, I know how to do that. I just got to be heartless. I'm not heartless. And so I just couldn't believe that, you know, I I, I just, I, that made me reflect though. That made me reflect knowing because I thought to myself, how am I coming off to people? Am I coming across as the kind of person who would be capable of something like that? Or, or am I coming across as the kind of person who, you know, needs that kind of situation because my situation must look worse to them? Because in reality, I'm thinking to myself, you know, like, I feel like you you thought I needed your guidance. And that guidance is the worst guidance ever. And, like, what makes you think that I don't know better? What makes you think that I'm not deliberately choosing not to take that kind of, like, not to go down that road? And it kind of seemed like, you know, they were, in a way, first of all, you underestimated me. And I'm not even trying to brag. You underestimated me, period. Because you underestimating the fact that I could, you know, if I really wanted to be that kind of person, I could be your boss. Like, you underestimate the fact that if I decided to do that, I was going to do it better than everybody around me. Do it better than anybody did it because I was going to make it worth it. Because guess where I'm going to hell? If I'm, you know, if I don't pray. But ultimately, I'm just like, I know that God will forgive me, but he know that I would not do that. He know that I would not do that. And um, I just remember the guy sitting next to me kind of like, soon as i snapped out of it it was like a trance like it tried to hypnotize me as soon as i snapped out of it and realized what's going on he was like oh okay uh like he was ready to go like sorry like i thought you you know i thought i was gonna be able to get away with that or uh you know maybe he was surprised it went that way i don't know i don't know if it was any type of i don't think he was surprised i feel like he knew i think he was just really he like Ooh, this kind of make me mad when I think about it. He was salty. He was so mad. Because he knew he didn't deserve a woman like me. He knew he did not deserve to be around somebody like me. So he had to try and make it seem like, you know, I'm that kind of person. And he know I'm not that kind of person. But it's just like, even though I know you're not that kind of person, I'm about to put you in this situation. You know, to make myself feel better. That's what it was. That's what it was about. I need to put you in this situation to make myself feel better about the about the s-h-i-t-t-y i ain't gonna spell it out about the mess like the messy person that i am i want to feel be made to feel better about that so i'm gonna put you in that situation and i was just like you and whoever else you just try to set up i ain't mad i ain't even mad because god was right there like (laughs) god is just right here jesus is right here got my back like you good don't even be mad about that. Let that go. Like, that ain't even worth it because look what they just tried to do. You think that's worth it? That's worth being mad about? 
That's where that's he somebody be mad over. Nah, let that go. And so I just remember just being like, you know, if I didn't know that under any circumstance, if you ever had presented this type of situation to me, even though I was caught off guard and everything was a whole setup, that I would have reacted in the same way, no matter what. I would be mad. I would be mad. But the only reason I'd be mad is if I felt like, oh, you could have caught me slipping. You wasn't going to catch me slipping. Because I don't do stuff like that. And that's why I can never be mad. Because you ain't do nothing but, you know, I guess provide the proof to yourself to confirm that I was a person who you knew I was. But regardless of anything, though, the one thing that probably bothers me is the fact that you knew what kind of person I was before you did that. So you going through it with it was more of a spiteful thing. It was out of spite. And I guess I was more, it wasn't like you just, you owe me anything. You don't owe me anything. You know, because if I felt like you owe me anything, then maybe you'd be on a, a much, you'd be a boyfriend or something. You're just a friend. You don't owe me anything. I'm keeping you at arm's length because you don't owe me anything. No, not because of it, but you don't you don't owe me any you don't owe me anything. I'm keeping you at arm's length, but ultimately, like now, this is gonna make me check who I'm around. Now, this is gonna make me, you know, think twice about like whether it's even worth being around anybody. Because if y'all if you setting this up, this kind of stuff that's being set up around me, like I don't know what else, who else going along with this and it do be seeming like you texting people with different stuff another time i was with this person and like we pulled up to another person i knew and we were supposed to be buying like i'm not gonna lie some weed and anybody who's listening to christian christian podcast and stuff you know i feel like it's necessary to talk about this kind of stuff because people need to know where i came from where i am now and the different and great works god is doing through me because if i didn't mention the different stuff that i've come from and how i used to be as to how i am now then you know What's the point? How am I supposed to encourage somebody out of their situation? But anyways, so we 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 pulling up to go get you know some some meat some weed marijuana whatever you call it from um this guy this other guy I knew, and this guy I didn't really hang out with that much. I hung out with him I think maybe once, if that. But um, we pull up with this guy. And this guy is like, he's giving me the the marijuana. And then, like, that's when, you know, he was like, like, it seemed like the guy who was sitting next to me was kind of, like, making a sign, doing, like, wave signs. Don't you know somebody's behind you doing, like, like wave signs? Like, hey, 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 hey. But they not talking. And they kind of, like, trying to, like, mouth words out to, like, you know somebody and like they don't want you to know that that's what they're doing and i i felt like he was doing it and i looked over at him like what and then i saw his face and his face is kind of like you know like not that serious like like kind of like in a way acknowledging acknowledging it in a way but also in a way like oh no it's not it's not what you think it's not that serious and I just remember, like, when he did that, I was just like, uh, why are you so corny? Like, why do I, like, I, like, I'm not used to hanging around corny people. Like, it's either you just, you got convinced to be just corny, because I don't hang around corny people. 
or like you just mad you super spite you mad about something okay so he mad i put up with this dude i need to show him that like it's not what he thinks like first of all it's not even what 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 did what you think with you first of all or i don't even know what you think it's not what it look like with you for you to even be mad and i'm just pulling up to get some weed so it's like even still you shouldn't be upset but still like it was just too much going on but still at the same time neither one of these guys owe me anything so i'm always on guard you know i don't really you know trust neither one of you so i'm really thinking like hold on like is this a setup but at the same time like how can it be a setup this this is my friend that i i end up texting and linking the location where he don't know him so the guy he's like um i remember him like looking and was looking at me like like get your get your friend because he was like trying to like make hand signs do different stuff whatever behind my back and like i remember him looking like kind of like what y'all got going like what's y'all up to like and kind of made it like put me put me into it like what y'all like you know he doing that like what y'all doing like what's going on like it's kind of in a way he was trying to like he wasn't trying to tell me he really just thought that like i knew he was doing that like, or like that's something that we was doing i don't know what you could have thought that was so if that happened to me somebody's mouthing all these different words and stuff and it's like that's not even my friend that's their friend that i you know my friend is the one i'm talking to and they're doing that behind my friends backward not even i want to call it a friend but this person is the person that i'm connecting with and they're this is their connect like i'll be like i wouldn't even deal with it i wouldn't even deal with it at all because i feel like i don't know I wouldn't even tell the person. I mean, I'm going to say I wouldn't even tell that person. Because at this point, I don't know what y'all got going on. But it's like... I'm going to leave that alone. Because I'm good. Like, I don't know what he was trying to do. I don't know what... If you knew about it, what y'all be doing. I don't know. I don't know what y'all got going on. I'm going to just stay out of it completely. But I can I can kind of, like, feel him, like... Like air signing stuff, like signaling things to him. It kind of seemed like like he was trying to text him, like your number, your number, and stuff. And I see him like pulling up his phone and stuff, and like being thirsty, like kind of get his number and kind of being real sneaky. And this is a small car; it's not enough space for him to be doing all that, you know. And like he's just being real sneaky. And then the guy is like, "I ain't gay." <laughs> the, I remember the guy I remember the guy that I was getting the weed from And it wasn't even that long Like we wasn't around each other that long I remember him just kind of being like I ain't gay And like I remember him saying that And thinking like What? Who said you was gay? Like All kind of stuff And I'm just like Huh that was weird but the dude he kind of was making it kind of clear like why is you with this dude like he's corny like he really did kind of make it clear like he not so he wasn't i don't think he was super judgmental or super like funny acting towards nobody but like i just feel like he was like you cool but i don't know about him like like kind of like not even want to be seen with this dude so why would he want to give you his number type thing but like i don't know i don't they might have exchanged numbers or whatever ultimately i don't think he did i think he just ultimately stayed out of it because after that like he was acting funny towards me like i was trying to set him up 
and I was just like, okay, so I think that that has something like thinking. Think at the time I didn't have enough information to really see what that that was what was going on. But now looking back on that, I see that that was like he was trying to add more people to their little group chat thing where they was like had a whole organization where they was keeping tabs on me. He was trying to add more people to that. And he was trying to get the dude's number so he could, like, text him the link or whatever it is so he can start, you know, keeping tabs on me, too. And I, I realized that all I was there the entire time through the making of all of this. Obviously, I was had to be. That was, it was all based around me. But, like, like, a few times people did this in my face. Right up underneath my nose. And I just, like... I don't want to sound like I'm one of those people who feel like I'm better than anybody based on social status. But, like, I remember thinking back and thinking, like, how can I let somebody so corny, you know, sit up there and play me like that? But at the same time, like, he not, like, ultimately, I stand by the reason why I was hanging around him regardless. Like, he wasn't corny to me as far as just you're a genuine human being but the the corny part about it is him not being genuine that's what makes him corny he wasn't genuine he was disingenuous that's corny to me that's really corny and it's like ultimately i get it like i wasn't completely 100 percent perfect no i wasn't but the but doing little stuff like that where you like you setting people up on the side and stuff like that like like nah but ultimately end up finding out all that backfire and dude face it all backfired because People only would use him to get to me. And whenever he wasn't ever linking with me or didn't actually have any type of, you know, connection with me anymore. Like, they made him feel like he was so important and so part of the, so part of the puzzle and that they needed him. They needed him to participate. And then whenever I wasn't, you know, actually talking to him anymore, I just was cool off of him. They tossed him to the side like he didn't mean nothing because he didn't. But he was okay with it because clearly he signed up for that. But, um... Ultimately, I'm just like, people like this, it always backfires in their face. I mean, he ended up trying to set me up, and then what ultimately happened? He found out what my true character was. And I think I remember him saying something like, you know, I knew your character, but, like, now, you know, after seeing that, like, you know, I, I can see your true character. I can see how you really are. Like, I know your character. And, like, in a way, I kind of feel like that was his way of saying, like, they were trying to convince me that you were somebody else. And, like, that was me confirming on my own. So, in a way, it's like, would you give him his props because he, like, you know, he at least gave me the benefit of the doubt to not just go along with their little slimy plans and try and believe whatever it is that they said. But he actually set it up for himself to make sure. So, I was thinking about that for a while after it happened. Like, hmm, you know, lightweight, you know, I was a little bit right about you, but still, like, for you to even go and try and do some little janky stuff like i don't know like i feel like i don't know everybody not like me everybody don't just you know trust god <laughs> and just trust your intuition about people because if that were the case i would have you know set you up or did something you know really you know janky with you i could have set him up on so many different occasions because so many different times he was coming to see me at like in the middle of the night by himself and like he having like all this weed on him all this different stuff like he would he would literally come with like I don't want to say an ounce, but, like, he would come with a lot of weed. I don't, I can't, I don't even remember the, the, the measurements now. Praise Jesus. I don't remember the measurements no more. I used to know them by heart. But anyways, um, he, you know, he ended up coming with a lot of weed, like, way more than we can smoke in one night. 
And like, if I was really janky, knowing he did that, like the first after the first time he did that, I could have had somebody in the cut, not even having to have a car, not that he would know the cars that was parked around there. But if I was a janky person, I had somebody in the cut to just rob him, and I could have pretended like you know. I don't know who that was or what that happened. Like, you know where you at? Like, that could have happened to anybody. Like, I could have really been super janky and set him up. But, like, ultimately, I would never even think about doing nothing like that to nobody. First of all, because if you set somebody up and do anything like that to somebody, you deserve whatever is coming to you. That's that's anyways. And that's just off. And that's not even about me being scared about consequences. Because if that's the lifestyle I was living, why would I be scared about consequences? It was just a simple fact. It's like that that's not the lifestyle I'm living. And that wouldn't be the lifestyle I'm living. And I'm not about to start getting that reckless. I actually want to be better. And I was praying to God every morning to make me better. Even though I was still making mistakes. I wasn't perfect. I was, you know, still using people. I was still smoking weed. I was still out at all times of night. I was still, like, not being super careful about the different people I was hanging around. But also at the same time. I was genuine and I cared for people and I prayed for people and I always prayed to God and I always wanted the best for everybody. I never would put nobody in harm's way. I never would deliberately be around somebody setting them up or sneaking, like just sneaking around them and doing little weird stuff like that. I never was that kind of person and I couldn't imagine being around somebody like that. Like I could, but it's like I try to steer clear that. I try to pray to God to keep me from around people like that. But ultimately, you know. God just a lot of times told me just stay in the house, stay away from people. And I guess that could have been avoided if I had done that. But um, the problem is, I mean, the thing about it is I didn't have problems staying in the house. I would stay in the house a lot. Like, I love being in the house, really. It's just I got to the point where it's like, maybe I should, you know, like, talk to somebody. I should, I should have human interaction. Like, it'll keep me sane. And those would be the times I would go out and be around people. So ultimately, was he the was he the worst? Honestly, so the way I see it, yeah, he was the worst because anybody who would set anything up on your back, like I said, there were so many different people I met where it's like they wouldn't treat me a certain kind of way because even though I didn't know how obvious it was, my character was obvious. I'm not, you know, I'm a good person. Like, and it's funny how I be around people who would tell me that they be treating somebody a certain kind of way, and I'm not bragging about it or nothing. But like, they be treating certain girls a certain kind of way. But then when I say, well, I would look at them like, wait, what makes you think that's okay to tell me that stuff? And they be like, well, I never do you like that. Like, I know who I was doing like that, you know. And would say that, and I would be like, honestly. I don't, I still don't feel like that's okay to treat anybody like that. I genuinely don't. But honestly, like, it's, that you're not the only person that says that. All these people be saying that. That means something. That must mean something. It's not that I need other people to validate anything for me. But it's like, that clearly means something. Like, you know what kind of girl I am. You know what kind of girl I am. And you know what kind of girl that was that you was treating like that. Doesn't mean it's okay. But ultimately, you know, it it me it does mean something. It does mean something. And if I was that kind of girl, that's how we getting treated. And I understand that. Not that I'm this kind of girl because of that, but I know that you know. I know that that's how that works. That's how that works because what goes around comes around. You reap what you sow. But, you know. I just I always considered how. You know, I made so many mistakes. I made so many mistakes, and I wasn't always, you know, the best kind of girl to be around either. 
Not always. But like, I don't feel like nobody deserves that. They could be making mistakes like I make mistakes and just finding a footing. So nobody ultimately deserves to be treated no kind of way. Yes, still, and I'm not justifying it. Yes, still, there's there's still a certain type of importance about that statement. Like, this is I feel like goes back to how it feels like God is kind of telling me like, and I don't want to put God in it, make it seem like God is like that, cause God is not like I want to put God in it. I'm gonna put God in it. This is a Christian podcast, and it's about God, but ultimately. I don't want to make it sound like God does that. God loves everybody. He don't. He doesn't show partiality with nobody. God is the one who would not show partiality. So he's literally against that specifically. But God is clear about like when you act this kind of way, you get that. And I was talking about this in a previous kind of a previous episode where I was talking about how Lizzo, how she was being treated, and God is like, you don't want that because. Like, we, we misinterpret this woman empowerment thing and this feminist thing as, you know, I can be who I want, when I want, how I want, and it's, it shouldn't be a devil's standard. And that's a sexist comment to make, or when it comes to men, they can have sex with whoever they want, whenever they want, and nobody's ever judging them or their number. But when a woman does that, she gets this and she gets that. And I'm not saying that it's okay for it to be a double standard, but what I'm saying is that's kind of what God is saying. Like, as a woman, you have to carry yourself a certain kind of way. And when it comes down to it, when you can't be mad if you're getting treated this kind of way, when you're treating yourself this kind of way, it's not about it being fair or not. It's about you knowing you deserve better. It's about you being around men who you know, you know, know who who you know can see that you deserve better, but aren't giving you better. And you're accepting that because you say, oh, well, I'm getting what I want out of it. You don't understand how that makes you look. It's not even about how it makes you look. It's, you don't understand you know what category that puts you in to how you are to be treated because when you surround yourself with certain type of individuals or men who have no respect for your well-being and they don't have no respect for you because you don't have no respect for yourself in that sense then you can't be upset that you get treated without respect and ultimately i was never placing myself in that situation if a guy would disrespect me or show that he had that kind of he was that that free with his his respect for me or whatever like i would definitely remove myself from that situation and it's not always that simple and straight you know a straight line like that sometimes you know guys are hiding it or guys are doing it in subtle ways or it's like you know there's different aspects to why he acts his way or why he does certain things and it's kind of obvious like you should remove yourself from the situation but kind of still at the same time like he's not being blatant deliberately disrespectful like for example if a guy was to say right to my face you know i do whatever i want to you or whatever like and you know what you gonna do about it like you know i don't respect you or something like that and like that's usually how the conversations i feel like would go like when they talk with the type of girls they talk about because like what do you mean otherwise what do you mean if a guy would ever say something like that to me i'd be like you ain't got to ask me what I'm going to do about it because next time I won't be here. And matter of fact, there's no next time. I won't ever be back around you. What do you mean what I'm going to do about it? I don't need to do anything about it. Just get from around you. Straight like that because I'm just not about to allow myself to be treated no any kind of way by any anybody. Like, you just the last guy on earth. Absolutely not. 
And even if every guy on earth was acting like that, they all get cut off. I don't need you. What do you think? And that's what it is. That's the respect level. Because if you say, I'm going to continue to let him treat me like this. And I'm not saying the ones who just get treated like that and it's always these different excuses why. Or it's always these different reasons. Or he's someday, sometimes he's night, sometimes he's day. No. You have different reasons. Your emotions are being manipulated. Like, that. that's different. I'm talking about the guys who are blatantly disrespectful, don't care, and don't care to hide it. And you're allowing that for yourself. Yes, of course you're going to be treated a certain kind of way. And that's not even always necessary because sometimes guys just got mental issues, whatever, but still remove yourself from that situation. So many different times I would say, what do you mean it's okay? But not what do you mean it's okay, but what do you mean like when you say like, oh, well, when some, when a woman's being beat on or cheat on, cheated on or all these different things. And it'll be like, well, if she didn't like how she was being treated, why won't she just leave? He ain't the last man on earth. Somebody else treat her better. If she knew her worth, she'd do that. I'm like, but what if she don't know her worth? Well, if she don't know her worth, then she gonna keep getting treated like that until she know her, until she knows it. And that's not, you know, reflective of. That's not my fault or your fault, cause you can't pull her out that situation if that's where she wanna be. And so many different people would tell me that, and I would be like, but that don't mean you you disregard people, cause Jesus still like that's not how Jesus feels. Jesus don't feel like because you don't know who you are and because you don't love yourself, now I don't care. Like, if Jesus did that, nobody would be saved. That's not how you're supposed to feel. But I get, your, you know, your stance as well because you can't sit around fighting and, and giving your all to fight for somebody who ain't fighting for themselves. Because guess what? Ultimately, it's you working for nothing. You working hard for nothing. You putting all your energy into someone who that, that energy may not ever get a return on. Not that you need a return, but it's like ultimately if it never... If nothing ever comes of it, then shouldn't you be putting that energy into somebody? It can come up. So, like, something could come of that. And Jesus even says that. He says, go out and preach the good news. But if somebody does not accept you, if somebody does not receive you, kick the dust off your feet. Jesus even says it. But also, at the same time, Jesus is patient. He is loving. He is caring. But ultimately, he cannot save those headed for destruction. He'll try his best. But he can't and that's pretty much what that is that's really what that is reflective of that's what that that's what he means that's what that means so you know i realized that me you know understanding who i was and knowing about this kind of stuff and kind of like you know having re having enough respect in a in the aspect where I'm not going to judge those who treat themselves or get treated like that, and I'm not going to judge those who treat somebody like that. But also at the same time, I know what I know what group or what crowd or what type of people I will be willing to be around and what what type of people I wouldn't be. I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to act like I'm better than you. I'm not going to go out of my way to come and tear you down or nothing or start this whole like movement against you. No, but I know that I would not be nowhere around you if that's how you acting. I'm good. Because it's it's different when somebody's sneaking around you and you have to figure it out. That's one thing. I get that. They sneaking around you, you have to figure it out. Is that your fault that you being deceived? Is it your fault that Satan out here lying all the time? No, you can't control that. You can't control if you believe the lie. No, you can't. Somebody lied and deceived you purposefully. What I'm saying is when you're not being deceived. That's what I mean. And I can, nobody could do that. I don't care what nobody says. Somebody come up to my face right now and say... Look, this is how I feel about you. This is what it is. And this is how I'm going to act if you stay around me. Or this how this how I am. And, you know, this is what you're going to have to deal with if you're around me. 
guess what I'm not guess what I'm not going to be doing being around them next time you see me it's going to be in passing I'm not going to be hanging around you you just told me that's how you act why do I want to sit around there unless that's how I want to be treated what do you mean you thought I was going to stick around no the only way I'm sticking around is if Jesus said that's what I need to be doing and I'm telling you, even by then, it's a different way I'm going to be sticking around. It's, it's just, there's certain things I cannot stand for. So if I'm around you, it's going to be like, um, I'm ignoring you and everything that you think that you're about to do to try and provoke any type of reaction out of me or feel like you're treating me any kind of way. You're not treating me any kind of way. You're treating you any kind of way. Because guess what? I'm going to be over here only doing exactly what it is that I needed to be doing for God. And all that's getting ignored. And you're going to know that I'm not allowing myself to be treated like that. Clearly. It just because I'm still here doesn't mean I'm allowing myself to be treated like that. You're going to know the difference. So, you you might say, well, what about the women who are not allowing themselves to be treated like that, but they're just still there? You know, you have to know the difference. You have to be clear on it. I'm, I'm, I can't, I'm going to be the first to admit, I'm not perfect. I'm still actually learning. But I do know that if somebody was around me treating treating anybody or me or like just acting a certain kind of way you know if i'm not forced to be there i'm not going to now if you're forced to be somewhere is that your fault then clearly it's not this thing got nothing to do with you this this has little to do with you it has little to do with you because fight to get into a better situation but like if you're not forced to be there and you're there it's like signify signify why you're there under what terms are you there because make that clear so that they know whether to play with you or not because otherwise people will they will play with you but the reason why I am you know more specific on these terms is because I'm in a situation where it's like I'm kind of in a way I don't want to say I'm forced to be here. I'm not ever forced to choose God. But I choose God. And in choosing God, I'm trying to accomplish what it is I feel like he was set, He has set me out to do. And so, under in that circumstance, I feel like... Well, under those terms, I feel like I am forced in a way to be around certain individuals. Certain, you know, be put... I'm forced in a certain position. I'm forced in a certain, you know... I'm forced to be around certain things that I don't feel like being around otherwise would not be around but even still if I felt like you know God is gonna always support me anyways whether I do whatever it is that he sent me out to do or not I could be selfish I could be selfish and say I don't really care about nobody else but myself at this point because I'm going through this and I'm going through that and even though I feel like God has put me in this position to make me stronger or show me the difference between this and that and you know help elevate me and grow me regardless of anything I don't care I don't have to stand for that I don't feel like it and I'm leaving and that's it and I will be gone and the only thing you have of me is your is the memory but guess what I feel obligated first. I feel obligated to God, and I feel like God is worth it. So whatever, I know that God loves me. I know that he wants the best for me, and I know that ultimately I will have the best. if, As long as I stay strong, hold steadfast to what it is he said that he was going to do. So ultimately, when it comes down to it, I know I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay with God. So that if that means, you know, I have to go through a couple hard times, could they have been avoided? No, not not if I choose God. Not if I choose him. But ultimately, um, that's why I have to find the... Uh, because I'm not perfect. 
you know so I'm still learning that's why I have to find the you know what it is I need to learn out of everything I need to find a lesson I need to find what it is he's keeping me around for what it is he has me you know in certain positions for even though it you know God knows how I feel God knows what I'm willing to accept and what I'm not what I don't well what I what I feel like I want to accept and what I don't God knows that so if he keeps me in a certain situation clearly he sees what I don't and that means that I need to start working towards seeing what it is he sees understanding a little better what he does because I could walk away right now and then that better understanding I could have been brought to you know that's history I want a better understanding like genuinely that's what I picked the Bible up for a better understanding on life a better understanding of myself a better understanding of God that's why I picked up the Bible I want to know the truth so if I know that, you know, I don't feel like this situation is fitting, or not fitting, I won't say fitting, but if I know I don't feel like this situation ideal, is ideal, I know that God is. And ultimately, you know, when it comes down to it, I I want whatever it is he got for me. And when, it, when that comes down to when you're doing the work of God, you know it's because of God. You know for a fact it's because of God. You know that. Then you know that, you know, this Satan... That's that's I don't want to give Satan too much credit, but it could be a it's a test of God, but it's Satan. It's a test of God and it's Satan. Because Satan is going to try his best to put all the fire up underneath your feet. Put all the fire up, you know, on you to keep you from ultimately accomplishing what it is God set you out to do. But God's gonna allow that fire god's gonna allow satan to do a certain amount of of things um because it's testing you and it's making you stronger because iron sharpens iron and so i feel like easily somebody can say well it seems like you're accepting certain things for yourself that i otherwise will not accept for myself and i feel like you deserve better and you think that just because it's for god you deserve that no god wouldn't want that then such and such and such but you know i felt like that for a while too and ultimately it came it came down to if i had not pushed through it no if god had not kept me because it's not because of me if god had not kept me i wouldn't have seen what it is he wanted me to see i wouldn't have been able to push through all the lies and deception of the devil and ultimately get out on the other end okay ultimately unscathed but that doesn't mean that I'm so perfect now and, you know, now I don't ever question him ever again. I wish it was like, I wish I was at that point right now. Like, I wish I could be at that point forever where I never question nothing guys ever doing ever again. Like, I wish I was that, you know, I, I had grown that much, but I still have that much to go. I, because it's not easy situations. They're not simple. It's not just, you know, oh, that's what you want. Walk off. No, I can't just do what I want because I'm learning that ultimately all those different times I was doing what I want wasn't always what I needed. This may be what I need and what I want is fleeting. So if I stick it out for what I need, I ultimately get what I want and what I need. And that's better than anything I could ever imagine. Matter of fact, I don't even know what that is all the way. He's teaching me that. And if I run off now and I say, you know, whatever, forget about it. It's not worth it. Then will I ever get that? 
will I ever get what the devil don't want me to have, which is everything. So, you know, I guess you know, you'll know what's the difference between you sitting around and accepting just anything and you accomplishing something. Like, it's about, it's either sit around and accept anything or sit through something and accomplish something. So for me, I feel like I could be sitting around or in accepting anything, which I know that I'm not. Or I could be, you know, actually learning from sticking around. And I don't even want to say that. Oh my gosh, that sounds so weird. It's not about learning from sticking around. It's about God putting you in certain situations and not giving you the option to to necessarily be removed from them. Well, giving you the option, but knowing that that option is not always what's best for you to remove yourself from that situation. Needing to choose to be in that situation in order to grow and learn and accomplish what God set you out to do. That being said, I don't want to be held to any of this if I come to find out that it was all a trick of the devil and God had other plans for me. You know, but I ultimately feel like, you know, whatever it is that God genuinely wants for me is what is happening. And Satan can't stop it. And that's why he always makes me doubt what what I'm going through. He always makes me doubt whether this is what I deserve, whether this is what I want, whether, you know, I'm on the right track. Because I am. If I wasn't, would he be bothering me? If I was not on the right track, I'm, I'm sure that... I would be able to do whatever it is I wanted to be doing freely and I wouldn't be bothered. I wouldn't even shoot. I would be invisible unless I wanted to be seen. Because Satan is not bothering the people who are not a threat to him and his kingdom or anything that he doesn't want to to be done. Satan is not bothering the people who, who God isn't using. He's not bothering them. You know what he's doing? He's bothering people who are being used as vessels for God. He's bothering people to keep them from ultimately accomplishing what God wants. So, you can't make me question that, you know, God is where I want to be. God is what I need. You can't make me question that. But, I'm still going to be very vocal about the different growing pains I go through. Because I feel like they're all necessary. I'm going to be very vocal about it. It's not that I'm going to necessarily complain. But... I feel like God is calling me to speak about this. God is calling me to document this. Like, you need to see this different stuff that you're going through. You need to see the different things you had to face and go through. Whether that be for, you know, research research purposes or, you know, research and development, like, would that be for developmental purposes for some another Christian where when they're going through these different things, when they're seeing these different things happen, ultimately, you know, they're like, okay, you can be like, okay, I've been through this. I know what this is like. This is what I did to get through it. This is what I had to see in the season. I know exactly what you're going through. I felt the same way, if not worse. And I know what's on the other side of that. So maybe you could do this or maybe you can do that. Maybe you can offer some insight to somebody or offer some encouragement. And I think that's what it's about.